I want to use uh, Ezekiel's words. And I was left. A message today. He spared me too. He spared me too. Ezekiel said, and I was left. I want to focus our attention today on just three words. Three words in the King James translation of Ezekiel chapter 9 verse 8. I was left. I was left. The vision that Ezekiel had is recorded in Ezekiel chapter 8. Let me give you a little bit of background information concerning this prophet, priest, Ezekiel. And today I'm asking for your special grace. The message may be a little bit longer than what I would normally preach because I want you to comprehend the burden that is on my heart. If you look at the book of Ezekiel, turn back to the first chapter and I'll make some comments about Ezekiel's writing. The first thing that I want you to notice if you look at this book of Ezekiel is that Ezekiel was a priest and a prophet. His writing is what theologians call apocalyptic. He writes about visions and, and dreams he writes about personal communication that he had and messages and revelations that he received from the true and living God. Look, if you will, and I'm still using the King James translation, Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 1 says, Now it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, I was among the captives by the river of Chabar, that the heavens were open and I saw visions of God. Ezekiel said I was 30 years old. I remember the day. I remember the month. I remember the vivid details. I saw visions of God. He says, in the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, 
the word of the Lord came to me expressly to Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Buzzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Chabar, and the hand of the Lord was up on me there. The book of Ezekiel lets us know that God sometimes speaks to his servants through dreams, through visions. Ezekiel said, I saw visions of God and the hand of the Lord was upon me. Verse four, and I looked and behold a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud and a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it, and out of the midst thereof, as the, it says, as the uh, color of amber, and of the midst of fire. Now, again, I can't in the interest of time, dwell on all of the ramifications of Ezekiel's vision. It will take too long. And so I'm going to have to condense some of the background and focus on these three words that I have already spoken to you. I was left. But I'm mentioning this background to you at this time to help you to understand how this book of Ezekiel is written. It's a book written by a man who had conversations with God. And what Ridge it may surprise you and it may not surprise you. But I can understand, at least in part, some of what I read as I look at this book of Ezekiel. God does speak to us quite often through dreams, through visions, through revelations. Look at chapter 8 and you'll get a glimpse of this particular vision and then you will see how chapter 9, verse 8 came about. And so that will be all that I will attempt to cover in this message at this time. Ezekiel chapter 8 says, verse 1, And it came to pass in the sixth year, in the sixth month, in the fifth day of the month, <coughs> As I sat in mine house, and the elders of Judah sat before me, that the hand of the Lord fell upon me there. Ezekiel says, I was sitting in my house. The elders were there with me. And the hand of the Lord 
fell upon me there. When you have an encounter with the living God, you will never be the same. When you have an encounter with the brightness of his glory, when you hear his roaring voice speak to you, and you feel his hand upon you, and you hear him directing you and instructing you and telling you what it is that he would have you do. That's an experience that you'll never forget. I've had such an experience in my lifetime. I've seen this true, this living God, this, this, this one whose eminence and whose presence is brighter than the noonday sun. And I've heard him call me by my name. Even when I didn't know anything about Ezekiel or the Old Testament per se, I met this living God that Ezekiel is talking about here. And I heard him say, stretch out your hand. He said, it's no longer your hand, but my hand. And with this hand, you will be able to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. With this hand, you'll be able to touch blinded eyes and they will see. And I said, Lord, how am I going to do this? And he said, not as you will, but as I will. And so when Ezekiel talks about the hand of God being upon him and hearing the voice of him that was brighter than the noonday sun and being taken up, I can understand what he's talking about. And so Ezekiel, in his message, goes on in chapter 8 to describe this vision that he had. He said in verse 2 of chapter 8, Then I beheld, and lo, a likeness as the appearance of fire from the appearance of his loins even downward, fire, and from his loins, even upward, as the appearance of brightness, as the splendor or the color of amber. In other words, he's describing the indescribable. I can't put into words that experience of coming into the presence of the holy and the almighty God. And Ezekiel goes on and describes in chapter 8 what happened in this vision. And I'm trying to keep the message uh, as brief as possible. He goes on and describes what it was that God said to him and what he experienced. And what he saw was God sending these messengers to destroy all human flesh because they had rebelled against him. 
and Ezekiel in chapter 9, verse 8, says, And it came to pass while they were slaying them, I was left. I was left. On December 29th, 2020, I took a COVID test at 12 noon and it was negative. On the same day at 2 p.m., I took the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine. And 10 days later, I was admitted to the Michael DeBakey Veterans Affairs Medical Center, diagnosed with COVID pneumonia. I was taken on a stretcher. From the emergency room. I rolled through the hallway on a stretcher. Needles were in both arms. Oxygen masks were applied to my face. I heard conversations. I heard people talking about, can he breathe? Doctors came in. Nurses were whispering. People in the same room that I was in were carried out to the morgue. But I was left. A team of doctors stood at my bedside. And they told me that they didn't know if I would ever recover. I reviewed my medical chart in preparation for this message. And I remember reading words similar to these. How they gave me different medications, steroids and experimental drugs. I can't tell the whole story because it's not about me today that I'm preaching. They moved me from one room to a more critical unit as they carried my roommate out to the morgue but I was left.
when I read the words of Ezekiel. Ezekiel said, I was there when these slaughtermen, I was there when these men that God sent to execute his judgment and while they were yet still there killing, I was left. Ezekiel said he was spared. The Lord always shows his servants what he's going to do before he does it. If you think back to Abraham before the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. The Lord visited Abraham and he asked him a question and he showed him what he was planning on doing. And Abraham said, Lord, if you find 10 men that are righteous, will you spare the nation? He said, yeah. And the number kept whittling down. I'm trying to cover too much today. Let me, let me bring the message a little closer to home. Ezekiel saw a vision of the destruction of Jerusalem. He saw a picture of God sending out his death angels because of the wickedness of humankind. In today's world, we use language we call, we call it, what do we call it? Viruses. In the Old Testament, they called it plagues. We call it these different names to make us as though we're the ones that are in control. But the Bible says very plain that my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways. God said, if I devour the land, if I send locusts, if I send pestilence, Ezekiel said, I was there. I was standing in the midst of this ruined city. I saw God's hand at work. I saw the destruction take place. And yet I was left. I was left. I was spared. Ezekiel, in chapter 9 of his writing, recalls the awful events that his eyes beheld and the gracious hand of God that spared his life. And as a result of that, he said, I was left. Have you ever wondered 
while you were left? You do know you were left, right? If you're not a Christian today, could it be that God has spared your life to give you one more chance? Could it be that you were left because of his grace and mercy not wanting to destroy you with all others. Could it be that you were left so that you will have the opportunity to repent of your sin and give your life to him before it's too late? Ezekiel said, I was left. I was spared. The text then raises for us an opportunity to do some retrospective thinking. How many of you listening to this message today have personal knowledge of loved ones who are no longer with us, taken from this world, whether it be through the COVID-19 virus or plague, whether it be through car accident, whether it be through unexplained illness, whatever it was, I'm sure that each one of us can recall someone in our lives and in our families, in our circles, who are no longer with us. And yet, you were left. The retrospective reflection that I'm giving to you at this time is to ask yourself, why were you left? Were you left because you were much better than they? Were you left because you were holier than your neighbor? Were you left because your ways and your life so pleased God that he didn't find any reason to take you away? Ezekiel said, when I looked and after they were killing and taking lives, I was left. I was spared. Because I was spared, I have a message for you today. I text words again as I try to close. Ezekiel 9, verse 8. It came to pass while they were slaying them. And I was left. That I fell upon my face. 
and cried and said, O Lord God, will you destroy all the residue of Israel to thy pouring out of thy fury upon Jerusalem? Ezekiel wanted to know, Lord, how long is it going to be? How long are you going to be angry? Woolridge, God has spared our lives. God has kept us thus far. We have reason to be grateful. We have reason to be thankful. Ezekiel said I was left I was spared. The question then is, why were we spared? What are you going to do now that you've been spared? What are you going to say now that you've been spared? He spared me too. Oh, yeah, I've got machinery all around me. Oh, yeah, I have medical appointments every week. Yes, but I was left. I was left. And that is the message that I want to leave with you today. He left you too. He spared your life. He spared us that we might be instruments of his. He spared us that we might tell the story. The songwriter said, I love to tell the story of Jesus and his love, the old, old story. I was left. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that I was left. I was left that I might be able to tell my dying brothers and sisters that Jesus Christ still saves. I was left. I was spared. Ezekiel saw people dying all around him. He saw dead bodies just strewn across the streets. The people that were sitting there with him as he was witnessing these things were all taken away. And he was left. God has left us. I can't finish this message today. I was left. He spared me too. And because of his grace and mercy, I want to make sure that I tell you about this great and wonderful God that we serve. If you're here today and you don't know him, 
If you're here today and you have not confessed your sin,